Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I feel Jesus. Somebody tell him like you mean it. Say, I feel Jesus. I'm telling you, Jesus is in this building right now. And there is going to be an outpouring of the Spirit of God here in this building this morning. Many of you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost here before this service is over. I'm going to say it one more time. Many of you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost before this service is over. Amen. I want to ask you to open Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. And I am honored to be here with such great people of God this morning. It is a privilege to be in the presence of God. And what an amazing job the praise team and music ministry did. Amen. Can we give the Lord a round of applause for the work they put in and just them ushering us into the presence of Almighty God? It's an honor to be here with you all once again. And I, of course, want to take an opportunity to honor your pastor, Pastor Shaw, and his wife, Sister Shaw. I appreciate them very much. They're great people of God. They love this church, have a burden for revival in this city. And I, I'm so grateful to have met them and to be here uh, among them. Also, I want to take a moment to honor my wife and my two boys uh, who are not with me right now, but I, I appreciate it. You can give them a round of applause too. That's all right. I heard someone out there. Thank you. I appreciate them very much. And my wife did let me know she's praying for this service. I feel the Holy Ghost so strong, and I know God is going to do some amazing things this morning. Many of you are going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and that's an exciting time. That's the greatest gift you could ever receive is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Everyone say Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. You say, how do you know they received the Holy Ghost? The Bible tells us that when they were filled, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. In verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. We'll read a portion. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. In verse 38, let's skip over. Verse 38, chapter 2, book of Acts. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You say, well, who, who are you preaching to this morning? For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's preaching to you. <clears throat> Amen. Let's go ahead and put our Bibles to one side. Let's lift up our hands. Jesus, we thank you for the privilege to be in this house right now. I pray that you would anoint my mind and loose my tongue to speak your word here today. I give you all the honor and all the glory for what you've already done and for what you're about to do in this building. We thank you and we love you. Would you magnify the Lord one more time as you clap your hands and the Bible said to shout unto God 
with the voice of triumph. One psalmist said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Would somebody rejoice in this place right now? Would you clap your hands and magnify the name that's above every name, the King above all kings, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Turn to your neighbor and tell them an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Shake somebody's hand around you. After that, you may be seated. I want to talk to you for a brief moment on the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I will not be long at all, uh, and I know that God is going to pour out his spirit here today. I'm excited at what God is doing what happened last Sunday, I know people received the Holy Ghost, several were baptized between Sunday and Wednesday, and I believe that more will be baptized today. More people will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost today, no doubt about that. We are in the last days. We are uh, within a time uh, in which we really have never been in before. And I've come to let the visitors know. I've come to let somebody know. You might be new. You might have only been here a few weeks or a few times before. And I just want you to understand that we are in the last days. We don't have much more time. We really don't have time to decide whether we're going to be in or out and kind of halfway in and halfway out and, and to, to figure, well, let me figure this thing out. We really don't have that kind of time anymore. You're saying, well, you're only saying this to scare me. Yes, absolutely right. I'm saying this so that you understand the reality of where we are in the world. And because of that, there is an urgency upon salvation for your life. There is an urgency that we are no longer to play church or to act like church or to come and say, well, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of figure things out as I go. But we are in a time that Jesus is going to return very, very, very soon. Sooner than later, I'm telling you, and I want to be a part of that number when Jesus returns. Uh, just like the song says, I want to be a part of the saints. As the saints go marching in, I want to be among uh, that number. I want to be among the people of God when the trumpet is blown. I want to be a part of the people of God entering into the kingdom of almighty God. But along with all of the chaos in the world and all the things that point to the fact that Jesus is coming are also the many miracles that Jesus can do and will do and has done throughout this world. And it has been through the book of Acts and also will continue throughout even today, I believe, the many miracles that Jesus is doing. And all these miracles point to the fact that Jesus is returning very, very soon soon. I was driving down the road a while ago, a few years ago, and I began to ask God, God, I want to see you do a miracle I've never seen you do before. I'd seen God heal a few headaches and take away some back pain and things like that. And God responded right away. And when God responds right away, my advice to you is go big, right? He doesn't always respond right away, but when he does, I kind of upped my prayer a little bit. And so I said, God, I want to see you. And I kind of racked my brain. I said, I want to see you heal cancer. And so God said, nothing after that. And I thought, well, I don't know what happened there, but I'm believing God's going to do it anyway. And so about a week later, my uncle was diagnosed with cancer. 
And when it hits your family, you know, it hits hard, right? You ask everybody in the church, would you pray? Would you help me? Would you fast? You know, and so on. And, and I, I said, God, I want to I see that still happen. And my uncle being diagnosed with cancer, I was there at my father's church uh, that week later. And I walked into the building, gave my uncle a hug, and I can tell he was a bit down about the cancer that was in his body. And so I began to preach. don't remember what I preached. I don't know all of what was happening. But I remember feeling the presence of God. And as I began to feel the presence of God, I remember God speaking to me and said, now is the time to command the cancer in your uncle's body to leave his body. And so just like the Bible said, I reached out and I said, I command the cancer in your body to leave right now. That spirit of death has to leave you alone in the name of Jesus Christ. And I got a call about a day or two later. They said, guess what? Your uncle just went into the doctor's office and they can't find a trace of cancer in his body anymore. It's been about five years since that day. I'm telling you today, my uncle is still cancer free. That's the kind of power that is in this building here today. If you believe that same Jesus, why don't you clap your hands just for a moment? He can do absolutely anything, anywhere, at any time. And these miracles are a testimony to the fact that he is returning very soon. I was in Colorado a while ago, and I remember there at a youth conference, there was all kind of crazy young people that actually believed what I was saying, believe it or not. And so I remember getting to preach and power of God was moving. I said, if you have a need in your body, come to the front and God will heal you right now. And this lady who was in a wheelchair wheeled her chair up to the front. Believe it or not, she believed the word of God. Crazy, right? She came up to the front and when she came with all faith in her eyes, I watched as these young people, not me, these young people walked over to where she was. They were probably about the ages of 10 to 20 years old, about 10 young people or so, walked over to where she does, all kind of faith. And, and they reached out to her and they said, in the name of Jesus Christ uh, of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And all of a sudden, strength began to come into her legs. And not only did she walk, but she began to dance and she began to jump as the power of God healed that woman. I'm telling you today that's the same miracle working power that's in this building right now if jesus has ever done anything for you would you clap your hands under the lord would you magnify him just because he is alpha because he's omega because he's almighty god and he's still working miracles today would you do that would you clap your hands and would you shout unto god It will happen anywhere and everywhere as long as you believe in the miracle working power of Jesus Christ. There is no doubt about it. I believe that God can and I believe that God will heal your body. No doubt in my mind. And I believe that that same power is real today. Now I recognize I've told you a few miracles that I've seen Jesus do and there are many others accounted for in this building right now. There's some that maybe you were blind and now you physically can see. Some that maybe you weren't able to hear and now you physically can hear. Whatever the deal may be, testimonies of the very power of Almighty God. And I'm grateful for all the things that Jesus has done and what I've just testified to you about. But I want you to understand, these are not the greatest of miracles. 
You can be healed. The lame can get up and walk and, and cancer can leave your body and tumors can disappear and, and, and your, your blind eyes can be open, your deaf ears unstopped. I mean, these are amazing things. God could even raise you from the dead. But that does not mean that your heart has been changed. It does not mean that your mind has been changed. It does not mean that you have power over the old ways, over the old addiction, over the old problem, over depression and over fear and suicidal thoughts. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden you have power to walk in the authority of Almighty God. It means the power of God has touched you for a moment, but it is not the greatest of miracles. And so the greatest of miracles, as I mentioned, is not even being raised from the dead or the blind eye opening, but the greatest miracle among the greatest of miracles is when someone comes to an altar of repentance wherever they are and they begin to cry out, God, would you forgive me of my sins? And in that moment, what Jesus did on the cross, the blood that was shed is applied to their life. And all of a sudden they receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Is there any believers here today that remember the day you were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost? There is nothing like it. There's no power beside it. I'm telling you, the greatest day is the day that Jesus comes to live inside of you. Would somebody clap your hands and magnify the name of the Lord? It will be the greatest day of your life because Jesus, who is all-powerful, almighty, will decide to come and live inside of you. As a matter of fact, he wants to live inside of you more than you could ever want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I was in uh, Michigan a while ago, and I remember being there, and I wanted to eat real healthy that day, and so I decided to go to Chipotle. I mean, you ever been there before? You decide that one day you're not going to go have a juicy burger. You're going to go eat a good Chipotle. And, you know, you get all the bad stuff anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Right? But it's just justification in your mind. And I walked in with that kind of mindset, and my wife and I was getting ready to eat, and I was telling the guy, you know, I want some steak, and I want this, and I want that. And he looked at me. He said, hey, you know, why are you dressed like that? And I had a, a suit coat on with some jeans, a button-up shirt, and and I said, well, I'm a preacher, you know, and then so I, when I travel, sometimes I will, you know, try to dress like a preacher. I don't know, you know, and, and he said, well, yeah, I can tell you're not from around here, are you? I said, no, man. He said, where are you from? I said, I'm, I'm from L.A. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I could tell. It's just that swag, man. I was like, all right. All right, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. I think. I think that's a compliment, right? And so I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm from L.A. He said, well. He said, you know, that's pretty interesting. You know, you dress like that. I said, well, I, you know, I'm a believer. You know, I'm a preacher, and I believe in the power of Jesus. Now, here's the deal. The guy was serving the food, and I knew he wasn't going to leave from behind the counter anytime soon. So I figured, look, he wants to hear a miracle story. He hasn't ran out the building yet, you know, so he wants to hear what I have to say. I am paying the guy to hear what I got to say. And so I said, bro, let me tell you about this miracle. And I told him what I just told you guys. There was a lady in Colorado. She got up out of that wheelchair, and God gave her strength in her leg. Middle of the day, you know, and he's like, what in the world is going on? He would tell me miracle stories. His eyes got about that big. He wasn't expecting to have that kind of testimony service at work, you know. And so I said, I'm telling you, Jesus can do it for you too, man. He can touch you, and he can heal you. He can deliver you. And so he's looking at me, and I didn't know what all was going on, but I just knew, man, I probably wrecked this guy's day. And so I grabbed my food, and 
I kind of left them wanting more, and so I walked away, and I went and sat down and was going to start eating. You know, I made sure I prayed for my food real big. Oh, Lord, you know. And so I got to praying for my food, and all of a sudden, he comes over. This guy is on the job. He walks over to where I am, and he says, hey, hey, man, uh, w- w- would, you, would you tell me more about that Jesus? So it don't get much easier than that, Jesus, you know? And so I said, hey, let me tell you something. You need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He's looking at me like, well, what is that? I said, good, I'm glad you asked. He didn't ask, but I'm going to tell him anyway. And so I said, the Holy Ghost, when the Spirit of God comes to live inside of you, when he lives inside of you, man, you're going to start speaking with other tongues. I'm telling you, you're going to feel the love of God, the peace of God over your life. You're going to start speaking words and sentences you don't understand, just like they did in the Bible. And I'm telling you, Jesus is not just going to live around you, but he's going to live inside of you. He's going to give you strength from day to day. He's going to help you with the addiction. He's going to help you with the fear. He's going to help you with the oppression. He's going to help you with life. And he's looking at me like, all right. I said, do you want it? He said, I want it. I said, good. God will give it to you right now. He said, right now. I said, right now. I'm not waiting for Sunday service. Right now you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in the middle of Chipotle. And so he looked at me like, all right, I'm ready. I didn't expect him to get that far, you know. And so I said, all right. And so his boss is looking over at us, you know, and all the work. The whole, Chipotle has, has continu- you know, ceased to continue working as they would normally do. They're all looking at us now, and I said, all right, well, let's step outside Chipotle real quick. I probably would have done that differently now. I probably would have just made a ruckus in Chipotle now, you know. But, uh, you know, I was just right out of Bible college. Didn't really know what to do. So anyway, so I said, let's step outside of Chipotle. And so we walked outside, and I said, you are going to receive the Holy Ghost. First things first, you're going to ask God for forgiveness. When you do, God's going to forgive you of your sins. Right after that, once you lift up your hands, we're going to lay hands on you. My wife and I was there. We laid hands on him, and there Jeremiah was with his hands lifted up right outside of Chipotle, speaking with other tongues. His tears begin coming down his face. His boss is looking, and everyone's I'm telling you, that's the same power that's in this building today that wants to heal your body, that wants to touch your... Anybody here ever been filled with the power of the Holy Ghost? Anybody here been touched by the power of Jesus Christ? That guy was paid to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I was in Oregon one time and one... Lady was, was there in the revival sitting, and she's from Montana, and they told me later that she was hooked on heroin for years, and so she's sitting there. She was just kind of, you know, moving around, going through withdrawal. She was going to get admitted into a, uh, you know, a home the next day to, to get rehabbed and so on, and so she was sitting there and kind of looking around, not even really listening to what I was saying from what I could tell, and when the service got to go and the altar call got to happen, and she decided to come on up to the front for whatever reason, and when she took that step of faith, I watched as all of a sudden I said go ahead lift up your hands she lifted up her hands and in a moment's time she started speaking with other tongues as the spirit of God gave her the utterance she looked at me afterwards she said man I don't have an ounce of craving in my body for that heroin anymore I mean the withdrawal symptoms are gone I feel perfectly normal I haven't felt like this in years I'm telling you today whatever problem you have God will give you strength God wants to help you overcome it doesn't matter what curse has been laid on your life it doesn't matter what addiction you've been dealing with God is going to deliver today if you believe that why don't you clap your hands people of God and shout unto God with the voice of triumph
He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. He wants to do it today. But as a matter of fact, the Bible said, seek and you shall find. It's not going to happen if you say, well, on God's time, it'll happen. No, God has desired to give you this gift for a really, really, really long time. He's just been waiting for you to desire to accept the gift. So when you get up here today and you say, God, would you forgive me of my sins? God is well and ready to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. And it's going to happen in this building today if you believe that why don't you clap your hands one more time I was in Seattle on another occasion and and I was, uh, I, was, I was working out. Now, I was kind of minding my own business. Now, some of you all probably do the same thing when you put headphones in your ears, right? And, and you, you know, you, your phone is, is, is dead or your headphones are dead, but you still got them in your ears because you don't want nobody talking to you. <laughs> all right. I know I'm preaching in the right church. I mean, you all know what I'm talking about. Say amen. And you know you got the big white ones in there, you know, and when you really want no, no one talking to you, you put the big over-the-head ones, you know? Headphones, I can't hear, can't hear you. I mean, you know, your headphones are dead anyway, but anyway, so I was, I was working out at the gym, and all of a sudden this, this guy comes up to me, and, and you're all sat in the splash zone, okay? So you're just, you're just going to have to help me out. Is that all right? Okay, well, it's going to have to be all right. <laughs> this guy comes up to me, and how many of y'all got a personal bubble space? Anybody? Okay. All right. I know I was in the south, but maybe not like that far south, you know. And so he comes on in, and he kind of bursts my personal bubble space, which is very real. And he comes on this close. I'm sorry, bro. We are friends now, okay? And he comes up about this close. No exaggeration. He says, man, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? You know, can I help you out? And he looks at me. He says, well, I saw a scripture on the back of your shirt, and and I figured, man, that's pretty bold, you know, to wear a scripture in the middle of Seattle there on, the, on your shirt, you know. And the front of my shirt had a big decal about this big that said God's army. That's no exaggeration. That's the real truth. You could see it from a mile away. Why I had to get that close, I don't know. Still figuring that one out. And I said, bro, well, I'm a believer, man. And, you know, I believe. It don't matter where I'm at. And I said, I'm from Los Angeles anyway, man. So if I'm going to tell it there, then I'm going to tell it here. It doesn't matter. And so, uh, you know, he said, well, man, that's amazing. And, and I, I got to talking to him. His name was Ron. And I said, Ron, you need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I figured he wanted to know because he hadn't walked away yet, right? I'm giving you all a key here, Okay. He hadn't walked away, so I figured, well, he wants to know about the Holy Ghost. And I began to tell him about a miracle. I said, man, God healed this lady. She got out of a wheelchair, man. And I'm telling you, God completely healed her body. It wasn't a doctor. It wasn't medicine. It wasn't this. I'm not preaching against that. But it was the power of Almighty God. And he's looking at me, his eyes wide open. And I said, Ron, you need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost right now, man. He looked at me like, right now? I said, right now. He said, all right. I said, okay, you're going to receive it. And so I said, why don't you go and lift up your hands. We're going to ask God for forgiveness. He asked God, Lord, would you forgive me of my sins? Would you cleanse my heart? And in a moment's time, he lifted up his hands. And I laid hands on him in the middle of the gym. Then all of a sudden, he kind of froze up. How many of you would have done that, right? Oh, hold on, hold on. This is kind of, this is too out there for me. And so I said, Ron, I'm going to give you my, my number. I'm going to give you my email. We're going to stay in contact. And I want you to contact me when you feel like you're ready. He said, all right. I wasn't sure if he was or not. But the next day, I got an email from Ron, believe it or not. 
And, uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting to, but all of a sudden he, he reached out to me. And this email is unedited, all right? So just bear with me here. And so he said, hi, Jesse, I watched a, a service a message you preached, Kingdom Power, uh, on YouTube. And he said, when you're praying over me, when you did the wa-ba-ba-ba stuff with your mouth, it caught me off guard. It's unedited, all right? He said, it made me feel awkward. He said, I was wondering why you do that when I watched the video. It seemed odd to me, too. And he said, but I believe like you do, everything is meaningless but time and chance. So I think carefully when I happen to be exercising right next to you, I've often wondered why in the churches I've gone to, you don't see overt works of God or miraculous works of God. And then he said at the bottom, are you still in town or have you moved on? I want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. That means that what Ron felt, he liked. I drove a couple hours that day, and I said, Ron, I met him there in his living room. And Ron was speaking with other tongues there in his living room. I said, bro, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus, too. We walked down to his basement. I baptized Ron in the name of Jesus Christ on that day. I'm telling you today, that's the same power that's in this building. That's the power that's going to touch your mind, that's going to set you free. Does anybody believe what I'm talking about today? Why don't you clap your hands and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Go ahead. Would somebody just let that loose for a moment? Uh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Anybody that's ever been set free before? Anybody that's ever been delivered before? Go ahead. Let's stand to our feet, everybody in this building. And why don't you clap your hands unto the Lord? Why don't we magnify the name of Jesus for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost? That's going to set you free. That's better than any drug. That's better than any girl. That's better than any guy, any amount of money, any career opportunity. I'm telling you today is the power of Almighty God. You say, well, why do I need it? You can remain standing except the man be born of the water and of the spirit. He cannot. Everyone say cannot. Enter into the kingdom of God. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost and you must be baptized in the name of Jesus in the waters in order to make heaven your home. It don't matter who you are or where you're from. Jesus wants to fill you with his spirit today and wants to cover you with his blood. How many of you believe that in this building? And it is going to happen. You can remain standing. I'm done. It's going to happen here today. Now, what I want to ask you very simply is this. Turn to your neighbor, left, right, front, and back. I'm going to give you a chance to talk in church. And I want you to ask them, to every single person, please leave no one out. We are a family together. We don't want anybody left out, all right? Turn to them, left, right, front, and back. You see a friend here that's visiting, go and walk up to them and ask them, have you received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, just like the preacher's talking about? You've asked everyone around you, front, back, left, right. Let's all close our eyes in this building. What I want you to do right now, those that, I know there are people that have needs. If you got a need, would you raise your hand real high? Every eye closed, please, every eye closed. All right. That's a lot of hands all over this building. Why don't you put your hands down? 
There are people that responded to you, said, I haven't received the Holy Ghost. I don't know what he's talking about. I've never received that. Or it's been a long time since, that's, since I've received the Holy Ghost like that. I've spoken in tongues like that. They're your friends. They're your family. They're here visiting. I want you as a family. We're not here to embarrass anybody. All right? We're here to help. We're here to pray with you. I want you to kind of grab them by the hand and say, all right, let's head on up to the altar. Okay? I want you to do that. And then those with needs, I want you to gather in as well. Would you do that? Those that lifted up their hands with needs, would you gather in as well? But there are people that need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Bring them. Bring them on down right now. Would you do that? All over this building right now, there are people here that need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. They've never received it before. It's about to happen this morning. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? I want to tell you, you are in the divine will of God today. You are in the divine will of God. doesn't matter how you came. doesn't matter who brought you, who bribed you to come. It doesn't matter. You are in the divine will of Almighty God. You're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost here in a moment. What I want you all to do, if you would gather in just a little bit closer, there's some more people kind of gathered behind you. Let's make some room for them. Now, no one should be here alone at this altar. Everybody should have someone with them. If you see someone up here, great people of God, would you help me? If they're alone, would you come and just link up with them? All right. We're going to do this all together, but I'm going to ask Pastor Shaw here in a moment to come and lead us in a quick word of repentance. We're all going to ask God for forgiveness. Now, God does not forgive like you and I. Right? My brother does me wrong. You know, I, I say, bro, you got to wait a week, right, before you can talk to me again. How many of y'all do that? Don't raise your hand. Don't say amen. God doesn't do that. He already forgave you on the cross. You understand? He's waiting for you to access that forgiveness, waiting for you to access the blood that he shed. So what we're going to do, we're going to simply, in your own words, if you don't know what to say, you can repeat after Pastor Shaw. And uh, you're going to repent. Just ask God for forgiveness. After that, I'll lead us the rest of the way. And I believe God's going to fill people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's all pray right now. Would you bow your heads? Lord Jesus, we come to you today as sinners, all of us. We come broken. We come having missed the mark. We come having stepped out of the way. Lord, we can't do it on our own. We ask for you to forgive us today. We ask for you to cleanse our sins, forgive us of our sins, everyone. And Lord, not only do we ask for you to forgive us, but we turn. We make a choice to abandon those sins. To turn our lives fully to you with all of our heart. Our past is the past, and we're going to leave that with you. And we're making a decision right now to abandon the life that we've lived. And we're going to seek you. We're going to follow you. We're going to search for you with all of our heart. And we're going to learn the ways that you want us to walk in. We ask you to forgive as we turn our hearts in your name, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause for cleansing us, for washing us. If you're sincere with God, I believe God has forgiven you of your sins. That means everybody in front of me right now has a clean slate. That's what that means. Doesn't matter what you did five minutes ago. Doesn't matter what you thought about. Doesn't matter any of that. Right now, you've got a clean slate. God is going to fill you with his spirit. What I, what I want to do, some simple instructions here in a moment. We're going to lift up our hands. I want you to lift your head toward heaven here in a moment, all right? You're going to lift your head toward heaven. It's a sign of receiving. Don't hold it down in shame. 
All right? When you do that, we're going to shout hallelujah on the count of three. I'm going to speak a word of faith. I want this entire church. We're going to shout as loud as you can. Hallelujah. You speak hallelujah. You're speaking. I'm giving all myself to you, Jesus. You are surrendering in that one word. As you begin to do that, many of you will start speaking with other tongues. That'll be the last word that you speak in in a language that you know. When you feel that in your lips and your tongue, just let it go. No more hallelujah. You don't have to say anything else in English, Spanish, or whatever other language that you speak. But I want you to know that God is going to feel you as long as you will allow him here today. Now, this is important. All of the people here, part of this church, you've been here for a while. You understand what's going on. Maybe you brought a friend. When that friend standing next to you receives the gift of the Holy Ghost and they start speaking with other tongues, I want you to give me a thumbs up. Is that all right? Everyone go like this just for a moment. Can we do that? All right. You can put your hands down now. Thank you. I want you to give me a thumbs up. That's going to let me know. One's got it here. Two's got it there. And I want, this is the key here. We're going to stay with you until you receive the Holy Ghost. Can we, can we do that? We're here to help you. We're here for you. We're going to stay with you. Until you receive it. My uncle, over 30 years ago, was in prison. First one in our family ever came to church. He was on his way to stab a man there in that prison. And he's walking over with a knife in his hand, as real and as raw as it gets. It's the only life he knew and understood, didn't know, know anything about Jesus. And the preacher that was happening to visit there in that prison reached out to him and said, Hey, Jesus died for you. Only Bible study my uncle ever had in his life. He froze in that moment, didn't know what in the world to do. And, and he looked around, and, and all of a sudden, the preacher looked at the man my uncle was walking toward and said, hey, his blood was shed for you. And in that moment, the tear gas was thrown in. The guards picked up my uncle and took him out, and nothing happened, thank God. They put him in the whole restricted area, and my uncle was telling him, what are you doing? I haven't done anything. What's wrong with you? Why are you putting me here? And they put him in restriction as they put him there in that hole in that restricted area he said all of a sudden for the first time in my life he said I didn't know Jesus I didn't understand anything about it first time in my life he said the Lord spoke to me and I heard a voice and it said don't you remember last night you asked me if I was real to stop you from doing what you were about to do So he's, as he was sitting there in that room, completely dark, pitch black, no lights, he said, I said, all right, Jesus, well, if that's really you, then show me. Do, do something with my life to show me that you're real. My uncle was a heroin addict for years, didn't know any other way of life. And he said, all of a sudden, his hands just kind of went up like that. And with a sincere heart, all of a sudden, tears began streaming down his face. And the next moment, he began speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave him the utterance all by himself in that prison room. He said, I froze up. I didn't know what was going on. He said, but I was a heroin addict, Jesse. He was telling me, I was a heroin addict. He said, and I, I like to feel good. And man, the Holy Ghost felt amazing. Better than any drug I'd ever done. I'm telling you today, God was going to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. God desires to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. Would you lift your hands all over this building right now? And would you magnify the name of the Lord in your own words? Would you do that all over this place? Uh, right now, with whatever words you've got, uh, I'm going to speak a word of faith. We're going to shout hallelujah, and God is going to fill you with his spirit all over this building. Doesn't matter, young, old, it doesn't matter who you are, new, doesn't matter if you've been here for a long time. God wants to fill you with the power of his spirit right now.
Would you go ahead and lift up your voice? Church, people of God, back there, would you lift up your voice right now? Would you just magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords? Would you praise the name of the Lord right now all over this building? That's it, seekers, person that's receiving the Holy Ghost, that's seeking to get to the Holy Ghost right now. Would you magnify the name of the Lord? Would you lift up your voice all over this building? Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. Right now, by the authority of the Word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus Christ, I command every one of you, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Everybody, let's shout one, two, three. Hallelujah! That's it, that's it, go ahead. When they receive it, let me know. When they receive it, let me know. Let your lips go, let your tongue go, let God take over. Receive to get to the Holy Ghost right here. Let me know when they've got it. There's one that's got it right here. I'm telling you, God's filling people with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, there's another one right there. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Go ahead. Don't stop, bro. Go ahead. When they've got it, let me know. That's it. There's another one. There's number three that's received the gift of the Holy Ghost. God's pouring out His Spirit all over this building. There's another one right there. There's number four. It's received the gift of the Holy Ghost. God is doing it right now. I'm telling you, you don't have to leave this building the same. You don't have to leave this place. There's another one, number five, that's received the Holy Ghost. Let me know when they got it. Receive the Holy Ghost. That's number six right there. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let me know when they've got it. Let me know when they've got it. 
Don't stop. That's the Holy Ghost, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about to get it. He's about to get it next. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No more English. No more I love you, Jesus. Just speak in tongues. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. There it is. There it is. Yeah, that's it. Receive the Holy Ghost. That's it. There you go. Go ahead. It's number eight. Just receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's number eight. It's number eight. Just receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. There it is. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. That's it. That's it. There you go. Go ahead. It's number nine, just receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. It's number nine, just receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God's pouring out His Spirit. Don't stop praying, people of God. Don't stop praying. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Right here. Go ahead. Don't stop. God's pouring out His Spirit all over this building. That's it, that's it, go ahead, speak that louder. We want to see your That's it. That's number 11. Just receive the Holy Ghost. That's number 11. 